I am Christy Ballard Fellaini. I am a certified life coach who found herself at 42, freshly divorced, kids off to college, and having never dated in my adult life. I was starting in the middle. If you haven't yet hit start on your middle time in life, let's do it together. Let the journey begin. Well, hello there. You are listening to Start in the Middle, episode 40. That's right, episode 40. And if I may say so myself, I am so proud of this podcast. I am so proud of this journey. And I am super, super excited to offer you episode 40. Hey, and in case you ever wondered, what? does Coach Christy do when she is in quarantine? This is it. This is what I do. I keep the ball rolling. I keep the show up and about. Yes, I do it in between taking naps and in between taking cough medicine. But you know what? Here I am showing up for me and showing up for you with episode 40. So last week, I did have the amazing opportunity to go to Mastermind put on by the Life Coach School, and it was 1,500 life coaches that all certified through the most amazing Life Coach School in the world, if I may say so, because yes, that is where I earned my certification through the Life Coach School. So no harm, no foul, no bad feelings over the fact that I did come home with COVID. And I just want to tell you this, is that we each had to have a negative COVID test before we could even enter the conference. They were very adamant about making sure that we were safe while we were there, that we were safe before we even walked through the door. Every single person had to have a negative test. There was hand sanitizer everywhere. Everything that they could possibly do, any precautions that they could possibly take to keep us safe. However, when you have 1,500 people in the city of Austin, going out, enjoying each other's company, having meals at this restaurant, that restaurant, and meeting up in different areas, and we have this pandemic going on, there is a possibility, okay? So I am in no way, shape, or form um, frustrated by it, angered by it, or anything like that, because Obviously, when we are in the middle of a pandemic as we are, we have to take our own precautions. And so that was just, you know, the result. And I am feeling better each day. And I am just grateful that my symptoms are not as bad as they could be. Okay. So let's get started here. So this week, I want to talk to you about manuals. Now, I know that I did mention manuals in my last 
podcast episode. And I have talked about manuals before, but in case you haven't heard about manuals and in case you don't know, I just kind of wanted to re-explain it, just kind of wanted to talk about it again, because it's always a good idea to bring those things back around so that maybe I say it differently. Maybe um, you didn't quite understand it the first time around. And so maybe there's some sort of new perspective or when you hear about it again, it sounds different, it resonates better with you. So that's what I wanted to talk about today, manuals. So as you know, let's say you get a new appliance. Let's say you get a new oven, right? And your oven comes with an operating manual. Inside the manual, it tells you how to install it. Inside the manual, it tells you all of the ins and outs of operating it and operating it at its best feature. So you know exactly how it works, you know exactly how it should work, and you know exactly what you can expect from your new oven, right? And so sometimes what happens is that we have manuals for the relationships that we are in. Sometimes we have these manuals for how we think people should treat us. Or we have manuals of how we think they should show up, right? So just like you have this manual for your oven that tells you exactly how it should work, sometimes without us doing it on purpose, we have those same types of manuals for the people in our world. And what happens when they don't behave according to our manuals, it ends up that we are the ones that are in pain. They often don't even know of our manuals, right? They often don't even know that we think that they should show up for us in this manner or that we would like for them to do something in this particular way. And part of what is causing us the pain is that we're trying to make them something that they are not. We are trying to fit them into this mold that perhaps they don't want to fit into and perhaps they just can't because as human beings, that is their free will, right? As human beings, they get to show up exactly as they want to. So here is a good example from one of my clients. Now, this woman, she is a very high achieving woman. She's very independent. She has a sense of pride for all of the accomplishments that she has achieved in her life. And in our coaching session recently, we discovered a thought that she has been carrying around that is causing her a lot of pain in her relationships with her family. You see, her family, they are so used to seeing her as this strong and independent person that they often don't recognize maybe when she could use some help right? They don't recognize that. And so she has this thought 
They should know how much help I need. Can you kind of see where the error is here? She went on to say how much she does for everyone else in her family and how much she does for herself to achieve the status of where she's at. So when we are not recognizing that she could use some help or when her family members were not recognizing that maybe she could use some help, she started to feel alone, even within her close family relationships. And what ended up happening was that she kind of started to stew in her own misery. She felt rejected by her family. She even found herself even lashing out in anger. But not once did she just ask for the help. Not once did she just reach out and say, hey, can you help me in this area? Hey, I really could use some support here. She just assumed that they should know. You see, that's a very tricky thing about manuals. We just assume that others should know what we want them to do. They should see us doing all of the things. They should empathize with our struggles when we don't even really voice to them that we're having struggles. When really what they are probably seeing is what looks like, oh man, look at her, she's killing it at being that independent person and thriving. And so they often don't know how they can support us because they don't see that we are having these struggles. They don't know that we actually want them to step up and say, hey, I could really use some help here. And so my best advice to her, what I want to offer each one of you is When you notice that you are not thriving in that independence, when you notice that you are struggling in that idea that you have to keep for yourself, just keep moving, just keep pushing forward, when really what it is that you could use is a little bit of support, ask for it. Allow them the opportunity to show up in a way that you would want them to show up. Because when we have these manuals, our people don't automatically know that we need them. They just see us doing all of the things and they see us thriving and they see us being this incredibly independent person that they think that we don't need them. And so please, I ask you, allow your humanness to be seen because as human beings, we need other human beings. We can't do it all by ourselves. And when we continue to think that we can and we try to do it all by ourselves, we are the ones that end up feeling broken We are the ones that end up feeling like we are failing because we cannot do it all. We need other humans to support us. And so it is completely okay for you to ask for the support that you need. It doesn't make you look weak. It doesn't knock down your notch of being that independent person. It means that you are human 
And it means that you have the human experience that everyone else does. And it also means that you are showing love and compassion for yourself. So I encourage you, drop down that manual that you have for others in that they should know and really give them the opportunity to know by expressing it to them. So another area that I see manuals causing us pain is when we wished that someone were different than they are. When we wish that they fit into this mold that we would like them to fit into. You know, recently I was watching a Netflix show and um, the scenario was between two sisters. And one of the sisters, I would probably say, because they didn't come right out and say, but I would probably have guessed that one of the sisters was maybe on the autism spectrum. And so something that she had said to her sister really hit home with me because she said, I know you wish I were someone different. I know you wish I were someone different. And immediately I had so much emotion flood over me because I know that there have been times, especially as a mom, that maybe my kids have thought this. Or I know that there have been times that maybe even my spouse had thought this. Or maybe even the close relationships that are in my circle. And this can actually show up in many different ways. So let me give you some examples because some of the ways that we do this may seem very subtle to us. And some of the ways that we do this, not so subtle. So let's take for instance, if you are a parent who likes to offer a lot of advice to your adult children and Yes, I'm raising my hand right now because I do fall into this category sometimes. So I want to I want you to ask yourself first, do they ask for your help? When they are sharing a struggle with you, did they ask for your opinion? Sometimes they just want to be heard. Sometimes they just want us to empathize with them and sometimes they just they just want to share this struggle with us. And so oftentimes as their parent, we want to help them fix it. We don't like to see our children suffering. And so we want to offer that advice, especially if it's something that we have been through before. But I want to encourage you. It may be something that you have been doing for some time without even noticing it. But think about the message that you may be sending by giving them your unwanted advice or by offering your opinion when they didn't ask it. So maybe you are a parent who wants your adult children to be more independent. But how can they be that if you are always weighing in 
on their decisions. Let's say, for instance, if you are not letting them make their own decisions, maybe you're not allowing them to have the successes and have the failures, right? Maybe when you are offering your friendly advice, it's kind of diminishing their successes, or maybe even it's kind of diminishing their failures. And so they are not using those as learning opportunities. And they won't know how to handle things when you're no longer available. And so I just want to ask you, when you notice your adult children are struggling with something and they are sharing it with you, perhaps be that parent who just listens. And if they do genuinely ask you for your advice, then yes, that is your open door to all of the wisdom that you already have. All of the knowledge that you already have, maybe having already been through a similar situation. Now, I know that this may not sit well when your adult children start to bring in significant others into the picture, right? Because perhaps your adult child has been asking for your opinion and has been asking for your advice. But something that you need to be aware of is that when they bring a significant other into the picture, your advice and your opinions may no longer be warranted. And I know how hurtful that can be. And you may find that your opinions are no longer welcomed. And I just want to tell you, be open to that scenario. Remember that it is your thoughts that are creating your experiences. And if you continue to offer that advice, what may end up happening is you may end up placing an unintended wedge between your adult child and yourself. And you will be the one that ends up being hurt with thoughts of, well, why doesn't that other person like me? Or you may even begin to feel feelings of rejection when your opinion is no longer needed or no longer wanted. So again, what I want to offer to you is have a clear and open mind. Be that parent who is willing to listen, who is willing to encourage and offer that wisdom when you are asked. All right. And then the next thing I want to offer you is what about in our relationships with our significant others? What about when we are wishing that they were different than they are? So say, for instance, you may be having thoughts of, I wish you were more outgoing. I wish you would follow through with what you say. I wish you would go on a diet. And you know, some of these thoughts you may not be saying out loud, and some of them I hope that you're not, but some of these thoughts you may keep to yourself and keep within your brain. And what ends up happening is that when you wish that your significant other 
is someone different, then you are actually causing that pain for yourself. When you are thinking the thought, I wish he or she were different in any way, shape, or form, think about how that makes you feel, okay? And as a human being, you are wishing that they were different than they really are. And when we bring this to light, doesn't it seem insanely hurtful? I mean, doesn't it make you hurt inside when you are thinking this? But think about if you said these things or if you do say these things out loud to your significant other. So really what you are doing is that you are using your manual to wish that they are someone other than who they truly are. When the truth is that they will never be who you want them to to be. So what if you just let them be human? What if you just decide in your brain that you are going to let them have their own human experience, that you're going to let them be the human that God created them to be, rather than wishing that they were something else? You see, because it's not up to you to decide how they show up in this world. As a human, being human with other humans, of course you can ask, you can request, but also prepare yourself. They may say no. They may say, I like me just the way that I am. Or they may say, you know, I've been thinking about losing some extra pounds for a while. Can you help me with that? And the way that you show up for them shouldn't be, oh, well, yes, you should eat all the green vegetables and you should stay away from carbs and this is the new diet plan that we're going to have you on. No, no, no. Your help should be that of support. Your help should look like, hey, do you want to go for a walk? Or yes, I'd love to enjoy going on a walk with you. Or even just to listen when they need to talk, even just to listen when they're struggling, so that perhaps you are offering them an outlet rather than the opportunity for them to buffer with food or things like that. So what I want to leave you with, I have a dear friend in the coaching industry with me, and she actually went through the certification cohort when I did. Her name is Gretchen Hernandez, and I just recently read on one of her posts, everyone else has the opportunity to be pleased by their own life. You don't have to do it for them. How amazing is that? And when you drop your manuals for other people, how amazingly freeing it is for you. You get to stop the pain, the frustration within yourself when people don't do what you expect them to do. You get to have an experience like no other when you just enjoy 
that person in their own humanness, when you just be that parent that listens, that offers your kids the safety that they can come and discuss anything with you, and you're not offering them your opinion. You're not telling them what they should do. They just get to have an adult ally within you. And your spouse, your spouse gets to show up exactly as the person that you originally fell in love with. And if they want to change, if they see areas that they want to change, you get to support them on that amazing journey and you get to love on them through all of the facets. You get to drop the uncomfortableness within yourself when you expect things of others. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Start in the Middle with me, Christy Ballard Fellaini. Each week, I set aside free time on my calendar to connect with women who want to learn more. Women who know they want to make lasting changes, but don't know where to start. Together, we can discover exactly where you are at in your journey and daydream together about where you want to go. And then I will be your accountability partner as you are making these lasting changes. I will help you execute by offering you a specific plan that is designed just for you, that is designed specifically for your desires within your life. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram on Christy Fellaini Coaching, or you can also visit my website at christyballardfellaini.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-B-A-L-L-A-R-D, F as in Frank, A-L-A-N-Y dot com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great week, everybody. Who is your life coach? I would love the opportunity to work with you as you are rediscovering the woman you were meant to be. Visit ChristyBallardFellaini.com for more information on how we can work together to ignite that passionate, enthusiastic woman who may have been tucked away for some time. Let's start in the middle together.